Welcome to Icons of the Wider World, here on the Nerd Eternal Network. I'll be your GM of the morning, uh, Jason, and with me will be Mike, playing Hello. Serpent Boy, uh, Zach, playing Frost Giant, howdy howdy, and Taylor, playing Patience. Howdy howdy. These are, see, these are all new characters. We have not debuted any of these yet. And while I'm sure we covered it back in the issue zero when we were creating characters, I'm going to let everybody go through and just, just give a little blurb, you know, about kind of who your character is. Uh, Matt, let's go ahead and start with you. Sure, I'm playing Serpent Boy, a.k.a. Norman Gander, who is the uh, son of the Midgard Serpent of Norse mythology. He's uh, basically in uh, kind of an awkward, nerdy teen who... Um, despite his monstrous heritage, really would rather be uh, running a D&D game than uh, getting into all kinds of crazy, super heroic, um, epic battles. And that's basically his deal. Zach, tell us about Frost Giant. Frost Giant is the distant descendant of a Frost Giant, of a Frost Giantist and a very brave man. Uh, <clears throat> Marnut is man. just your... Indeed. Marnuth is a bit of a hard drinker, hard fighting, herb gardening force in nature, and has mostly fallen into superheroics after the whole mind control and attempted conquest of the United States by a weird dude with a weirdly apt name incident, because if someone is going to take over the world, they better at least be able to beat him in a fist fight, goddammit. <laughs> and Taylor, who is Patience? Patience Purdue is a small child whose power is mostly manifested after attempting to escape a horrible life situation. You know, kidnap, child smuggling ring, all that. Mm -hmm. As she lost her vision, she gained another type of sight to see the souls and more or less desires of a soul. Kind of coloration based upon what they want. Okay. The more, you know, clean and crisp, the less taken by their desires there are they are they are. So she more or less just asked the least nasty person to help her out. And then as he started to change, she goes to the next person that's nice and clean and crisp and asks for help. So she basically just kinda wanders around on her own. As much as she can for a you know a literal child. Okay. You know, sporting giant aviator shades to hide her her eyes. And that's about it. She ain't got an official costume yet. Is she trying to hide the fact that she's blind? Or just that her eyes don't look right? Uh, there's a, lot, a good bit of scarification, so she just wears big shades. Okay, okay. Because people tend to change colors when they see it. She doesn't like the color of pity. Nobody likes pity. <clears throat> Alright. 
So we start off in whatever city. Uh, let's see, what city would y'all be living in? Yeah, it's kind of irrelevant at the moment. <laughs> the city. The city. Like in the tick. Yep. I better sign to my, to my city. The city. <clears throat> so it's fairly early in the morning. Uh, Servant Boy and Frost Giant, you have basically spent the night with Servant Boy's cousin. Uh, you know, however many times removed, because it's really just a shared origin that has made them family for practical purposes. <laughs> because uh, if I recall, what, Zach, what was the cousin's name again? Uh, Ebba Person. Or Pearson? I have no idea how, how to pronounce that accurately. Probably Pearson. Yeah. <clears throat> she is part of a heavy metal band. Swedish heavy metal band, I believe. Yes. Yeah, and basically, since she was having you know, a concert in town, the two of you got invited. Uh, after the concert, back in the hotel suite, uh, Servant Boy got recruited to run D&D game, <laughs> which went, went long into the night, but eventually fell apart as, as the band and Frost Giant, you know, were drinking more and more, and, you know, the game became more and more disorganized, and, you know. Ended with the players all passed out and, you know, around this suite and Super Boy sitting there as the frustrated GM, you know, wasn't able to complete his story. <laughs> it spent weeks on that adventure. <clears throat> it is not the first time this has happened. But it's the next morning now. Everyone's woken up, had breakfast, you know, nursing hangovers, other than Super Boy. And you're now walking home. So I could have exact. So I exactly couldn't I seduce the statue. <laughs> I mean, it, I had a good good enough charisma, right? It was a statue. It wasn't even animated. Are you sure? I could have sworn you said it was a living statue. No, it was a. Uh, I'm trying to think what else I could have said, but I can't think. Nothing's coming to mind. <laughs> So he just, the certain boy just sort of huffs indignantly and keeps walking. Ah, I'm more of a gumshoe kind of guy anyway. Was this a school day? Uh, no, the concert would have been a Friday night. Okay. <laughs> so this is like that next Saturday morning. Patience, you are walking the streets of this city. You are currently between Guardians. Uh... Fairly simple situation. Got this under control. Yeah, you're not freaking out about it or nothing. Huh? You're walking along. Uh, let's see. You see souls. What exactly does that tell you about them? You'd more or less just be um, 
kind of intent. Like, if one just wants a fight, or if something is very greedy, it's it's very kind of a vague. It's sort of a it's sort of a super vague empathy. You get a you get you just get a slight impression of them. You know, if someone's really you know loving, I'd know. If someone's really hateful, I'd kind of know. It's kind of just what whatever their soul projects hmm. themselves as. So you're walking along, and you pass a couple of people. I mean, you pass several people. But, uh, and the first thing you hear them talking about is, why couldn't I seduce the statue? That's always a slightly odd thing to hear. Mm -hmm. Does she react to that? She's just like, no, no, none of my business. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tune in, see what's going on. Because I'm, I'm going to assume looking at the colors, yeah, that they're you know two people talking. Yeah, yeah, and there's more than that on the street. But these two are clearly walking together. Mm. Uh, Can you uh, detect like superpowers with your ability? Uh, Does that show up in people's souls? Pro no, but I could detect kind of a vague side. Like if you're a giant, I would physically tell that you are a giant but that would be about it because while size isn't exactly a hundred percent accurate it's generally right it's like you've got kind of a vague outline of who they are of their actual physical presence yeah. what power is that exactly uh i'm currently using a form of detection detection i just want to do good A good bit of this is freeform. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. kind of describing it to you, but. Oh. It's also like a. Um... So, um, neither one of these guys flag you as dangerous, particularly. Uh, they don't really have any, any major negative emotion. You know, it's not like their constant state is some negative emotion. It's not like they're, you know, constantly trying to find a way to make money or constantly trying to find a way to murder people. Yeah, nothing like that really drops up. Uh, you figure the big guy... Uh, How old is Patience again? Uh, about six or seven. Oh, she's really. She's not entirely sure which. Yeah, the big guy strikes you as. You get this sense that he is probably kind of loud or. As a six year old, probably just think of him as loud. Kind of, you know, boisterous, but, you know, what six year old knows that word? Where his where his friend or whatever is physically smaller seems a little more withdrawn, timid, maybe maybe slightly timid. 
Oh, I have one more question. Um, does Frost Giant, like when when he's not uh, gianted out, does he still appear um, out of this world? Oh yeah, he is a very large man, bright blue skin, white eyes. Okay, it's it's worth noting then that uh, Serpent Boy does have uh, scaly skin. Okay, like you know, literal like mm-hmm. basically a literal Serpent Boy. Does he have snake eyes or human eyes? Oh, uh, snake eyes with uh, snake eyes with glasses. Patience would pick up on none of that, of course. Nope. Oh, right. I just, I just know you ain't evil. <laughs> and frankly, that's all I care about. Because <laughs> you ain't evil, you're a meal. You're a, you're you're there. Yeah, potential meal ticket. <clears throat> so y'all are all walking down the street. You two are just are chatting about the game. You know, the concert, this, that, the other. Uh, Patience is just a, you know, a few paces behind him with her cane. Tap, 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 tap. Just close enough that she can hear the conversation and she's trying to figure out who and what these people are. One thing Patience does notice is other people on the street have a have a spike of fear as they walk past these two. <laughs> you know, not absolutely everybody, but you know, but it's like distracted people, seems, people talking on their cell phone may just hustle past. But but everyone kind of seems more prepared to run or fight. Yeah, there's a there is a leeriness to them. Yeah, it's like the fight or flight instinct is is right there on the right there balanced on the edge of which one they want to do. But no, oh, no, to... no violence actually is, breaks out or anything. Which is strange to me because I I've seen things like this, but that means there's something physically with them, but they're not bad people. <laughs> mm. You tr- you trust your senses over the opinions of random people. Right. Are we used to provoking that kind of reaction from uh, the locals? Oh yeah, people yeah. assume you're a mutant. Ah, gotcha. Because whether or not you know magic is clearly out there, but whether or not your average person believes it's real is very up in the air. <laughs> you know, it varies a lot from person to person. They would be, you, you know, your average citizen would be a lot quicker to look at the two of you and go, "Oh, mutants," than than they would to sit there and go, "Oh, some kind of magical mofos." Right. But, uh, as you're walking down the street, let's see, where did I put them? There they are. Uh, three police cars go just racing by, just right through the intersection, lights blaring. Clearly, bad stuff is afoot somewhere. something we should be following. Should we, should we be looking to? Does this? Uh, Frost Giant looks into his uh, little paper cup of coffee, shakes a little bit, down the last bit. Okay, yeah, let's go kick some ass. If ass kicking is necessary. 
<laughs> we must always show restraint and good judgment. No, I know. And as he's saying this, he's reading it off his phone as these little pre as these little <laughs> pre-prepared <laughs> notes he has. He has one file on his little on his on his little note app. Yeah, you know. Uh, yeah, he downloaded like uh, wise words. All right. Yeah, maybe have like a some uh, rudimentary uh, child psychology or child you know child rearing advice book mm -hmm. on your. Well, Doctor Spock says, and I used to watch Star Trek. I know how bright he is. Live long and prosper. <laughs> All right, so y'all start hustling down the street after the police cars. You get a block or so. Is Patience going to try to keep up with him when she hears this conversation? She's going to keep going in the direction, but keep a safe distance. Okay. And obviously, you know. But your detection goes way out there, right? Yeah, I have a very strong detection. I'll be, I'll be able to keep sight of them. Okay. But pacing is going to be an issue for me. Because the six-year-old is going to keep with two grown folks running. Yeah. Yeah. And also, you know, I, I still have to know where the street starts hmm. and the sidewalk ends. But if you could pay attention, you'd probably notice you know, the spirits you see running forward and then dipping slightly when they step on off a curb or something. Enough to give you a vague idea of where the okay. edges come in. Actually, one thing I'd, I, I just thought I'd like to do, uh, could I stretch up to try to get a, a higher... Uh, viewpoint to see if there's anything visibly amiss in the direction in the general direction of where the cars are, where the police are heading okay so do you just elongate your neck or does your entire entire body stretch uh I'll, I'll do my full upper torso okay so basically it's like your stomach starts extending and, and kind of yeah and and it's it's uh, I've been stretching at six so I mean, if assuming we just follow the benchmark uh, table for distance, you can stretch pretty darn far, uh, which I guess is appropriate for the, you know, the son of Yerman Gander. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not quite circle the world, but it's good for a couple blocks. No, actually, a couple miles. Yeah. So yeah, you jump. You know, you yeah. pardon the term, but you basically snake your way up. <laughs> You know, to about the rooftop of the buildings around you, and they're all four or five story. You know, a lot of apartment buildings and stuff through here. Or a little tenement building. Uh, patience. From behind him, you see kind of the outline of his soul distort and, and stretch out. Explains a lot of why people were scared of him. <laughs> but, you know, I'm no, str I'm no stranger to powers, so I'm okay. I'm okay. Oh, that's so weird looking. Souls aren't supposed to be that big. So what you see is, you know, a block or so ahead of you, you see where those three police cars have stopped. Uh, the police have piled out And have begun shooting. You don't hear any. You don't hear him say anything. Or well, you're far enough away. You probably wouldn't hear him anyway. 
you can kind of hear some people screaming. There's people running down the sidewalk in your direction. Uh, you see the police all kind of taking cover behind their cars. Their pistols are out. They're beginning to fire. Let me throw a couple of police men down. As they start firing, you see something. It's like it pounces from out from the you know the edge of the building and lands pounces. on one of the officers. Like a like a beast. Yeah, it's something. You're not at, at this distance. You're not entirely certain what it is. I'll um, you know it just it, it sort of jumps out of that build you know jump from from around the corner of the building. And it hits the officer, and they both kind of fall back. And you know, there's a a uh, police car basically. They kind of get knocked over, or he kind of knocks up. It kind of knocks the officer over, and the police car is obstructing your view to some degree. Okay, um, I'll I'll shout down to um, to Frost Giant. That what, what's your what, what's uh, Frost Giant's name again? Is it Mar Mar uh, Marnoot? Marnoot. Okay. I'll uh, shout down that there's some kind of uh, beast attacking. There's kind of some kind of beast on the loose. I'll, 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 sh I'll shout that out. Um, and uh, is there any way I could? Uh, hmm. Stretch. Uh, Stretch further to like um, I want to try to try to streak the the beast or, or at least to try to pull it off the the, the police officer. Okay. Uh, let's see. What is your strength? Oh, your strength is pretty good. Yeah. It's not not outright superhuman, but no, not bad. Certainly, well, it's, it's super super teen. Yeah, for a lanky teen. looking teenager, that's that's yeah. You know, it's enough. Most people would look at you, you know, picking up a motorcycle or something like, eh, it shouldn't really be happening. <laughs> All right, so you have no problem stretching that far. And, uh, yeah, my stretching's at the same level of my strength, so I, I won't, because um, the stretching, stretching, uh, the po stretching po uh, power could limit um, any other ability. Yeah, how much of your distance. strength you could use. Yeah. All right, let me. Let me just find you a a token right quick. Yeah, there's a guy that's not any masks or anything we can use him. Alright, so. 
serpent boy. Alright, so there you are on the map. And you are basically stretching all the way down there. Boy, that doesn't look right at all. Oh. <laughs> Again, are you doing? Is it mostly your torso kind of launching out? Uh, this time it'll probably just be a, um, a an arm. Now I'm picturing like one of the claw games. You're looking from the distance, and kind of going. All right, give me a. Uh, are you trying to grab the uh, snatch the officer out from under the thing, or pull the thing off of him? Uh, I'm trying to pull the the beast off of the officer. Okay. So that will be a. Prowess roll. Okay. I generated a nine. All right. And it's prowess. Say four. So yes, you managed, you know, uh, you managed to pull it off the officer uh, like it wasn't really latched on good. And when you pull it into into view, you realize you are holding something that looks like it stepped off the set of Jurassic Park. Mm. Like a raptor type thing? Yes, that is exactly what it looks like. Okay. Uh like a Utah Raptor? <laughs> no, it looks like one of the ones from Jurassic Park. Uh, other than it has some feathers on its arm, you know. Oh, this is a. Oh, that's an actual. Oh, that's an actual dinosaur. I thought that was a sports team. They named the sports team after after this large breed of raptor they found in Utah. <laughs> But, uh, let's go ahead and get an initiative order. Even though it may take a round or two for some of you to get there. That goes off coordination, right? Yes, let me, uh, let's see. Remove all turns. Serpent boy. Beg pardon? Do I politely ignore the fact you rolled a d20? <laughs> Who rolled a d20? Right above my roll. How did I roll a d20 and Mike still beat me? 
Ah, this is not. This is this is not a good start. This is not. This, this is not. This bodes amazing for today. It bodes che amazing. Cheetahs never win, Jason. First rule of Hackmaster: the GM is always right. <laughs> So its coordination is also a four, so that is actually an eight, uh, seven that he rolled. All right. And then one for the police. Man, everybody's actions are just packed in real close to each other. <laughs> So everybody is going on a six or a seven. Yay. Everybody that you currently see. <clears throat> All right, so the top of the order would be the Raptor. And it is not happy to have these stretchy things grabbing it. So it is going to attempt to chomp down your arm. So that will be prowess versus prowess. All right, and its bite does four points of damage. Ow! Oh. <clears throat> really hurt. He probably would instinctively snap his limb away. So that stretched out arm snaps back to you. I'm bleeding. Frost Giant, you're up. Oh, you hurt my boy. You hurt my boy. <laughs> it's about to be a bad day for you. And he just books it towards the scene. All right. If you take if you take your full round to move, you can get to the edge of the sidewalk here. That's what he's gonna do. Now let's see. Frost Giant has the growth power, right? Yes, sir. And if, if he hasn't turned on at all, it's only at max, right? Yes, sir. Okay, so he's, he's normal-sized, or he's, well, relatively normal-sized. Yeah. Or he's bigger than a house. Gotcha. All right, so you run down there. Uh, it's the police go... So, one of them runs over and helps his injured buddy up. And they both basically get in the car. The other two take a couple of shots.
Yeah, the coordination's not bad. And the raptor. Alright, so they got a 6 and an 8. The raptor got a 10 and a 7. So, one shot hits the dinosaur. And, you know, you see it flinch. You, you, you know, uh... Frost out, you're closer. You see some blood splatter out. But it is still standing. It still looks like it's got plenty of fight in it. Alright, patience. You were trailing behind. You're basically... You look up here, up here towards the top of the map. You're basically at the edge of that crosswalk. Yep. Maybe I should put you at not quite on the street, though. So, you know, you see this going on. You know what I'm kidding? I was doing air quotations. Uh, so, yeah, this distance, you can make out the police up there. Uh, you know, you, 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 you see their fear. Uh, you see what is clearly an animal. You know, you can, I'm assuming you can tell the difference between people and animals. Though it doesn't seem like anything you're familiar with. You don't think you've seen this kind of animal before. It's, it's you know... It's got, you know, you can kind of make out what, what's probably the tail. It's more or less person-sized. Hmm. Right now, that's not my ticket to friendship. Right now, my ticket to friendship is the man that yelled, Ouch. Awesome. So... A quick scan on the street. Do I see any bodies moving very, very fast on the street? Uh, on the road. Not right at this section. There is a... Uh, right here. There's a man in a seating position up above the ground. That you have clearly learned or recognized. Okay, that's a guy sitting in a car. Yeah, uh, that's what I'm saying. Is on the street, do I see any cars moving? No. That one dude is parked there. Well, then I will tap the car, make sure he knows I'm there, and then walk across. <laughs> With your abilities, you see what you assume is his arm come up, and then he just kind of hangs his head. Because he, he kind of realizes what's up. Uh... <laughs> you know, he raises it like you do if somebody signals you. Oh, yeah, yeah, I got you. And then realizes you couldn't, or assumes you couldn't <laughs> see that. So I'm going to scoot across the road up to this, this boyo here. Tap him gently. Excuse me, sir. To, uh... Server boy, you look down and you see a little girl oh, standing next to you. Oh, hey. Uh, hey, I... You okay? Do you, are you all right? Do you know? Do you know your uh, where are your parents? Hello, uh, where, where are your parents? 
I think there's bigger things to worry about right now. And you look like you could use some help. Patient like... gently taps him and heals him of his wound. Oh, okay. Uh, it's uh, going to be a heal for five points. Oh, hey. Hey, I feel good as... Hey, good as new here. You, well, clearly you've got powers. But the question remains, where, 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 where are your parents? We'll get to that later. Right now you need to assist the large man, and I can help you from here. Okay. Yeah, my turn. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm weirded out, but you 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 did uh you did uh, just heal me. So, given given in the heat of the moment, I'll I'll just assume that um uh, I'll just uh follow your your advice as soon as I get the chance. And it's your turn. Okay. Uh, right. Just um stay here. Okay. Um, and I'm just kind of like uh uh you know because I'm. Not really Sure, what's going on, but uh, I guess he should uh, follow. Um, yeah, I guess he'll follow. Uh, uh, um, follow um, Marnute and uh, see. He's gonna. He's gonna. He's gonna wait and see. I think he might hold his action till because he doesn't want to like. Uh, he thought about he might. He might want to entangle uh, the raptor, but. If Marnik's gonna like you know start wailing into him, I don't think I want to be wrapped around that. Um, but maybe uh, I don't. Know, maybe I could just run to at least um, try to um, interpose myself between the Raptor and that you know that one other cop that's behind the car. Okay. Or was that one of the shooting cops? Yes, uh, these two down here. I got to stack on top of each other that are. On top of the car, they are actually in their vehicle. One of them was the injured one. Okay. So they are in the car, and you know, when you get close enough, you'll see the uninjured one is basically doing a first aid, but from the relative safety of the car. Maybe I can. Uh, actually, maybe I can try to grapple the the legs of the raptor, hoping that before the raptor gets a chance to to bite at me, that um, fast giant would be able to. Uh, Keep distracted, so maybe that's what I'll, that's what he'll do. Okay, that will be prowess, or let's see. I mean, it'll be prowess. Uh, yeah, wrestling if he's got that skill. Yeah, I do not. So, oh, oh, that's pretty good though. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, you got a solid success. So you are basically putting him in a hold. That should be one level of success. I believe that will be a partial. Let's see, 
Reverse actions. Ah, oh, there we are. Resting. Modern success. Partial hold. Target cannot perform, or target can perform actions, but at a plus two difficulty and can't move away from you. Cool. So he could run. He could run towards you. <laughs> But he couldn't, basically, he couldn't make you stretch any further. Mm. Or necessarily pull you along with him. But that would, to see, that, that that will keep him from advancing towards the police officers. Like I said, he may charge you. He might be able to double back enough to attack Frost Giant. And then it is the Dino's turn. Uh, let's see, he's thrashing about. Let's see, what would his little Dino brain think was the biggest threat? Probably the big blue guy running up on him. He has no intelligence score. So yeah, he manages to kind of stumble. It's awkward because he's, he's a little tangled up. But Frost Giant, he moves towards you and attempts to bite you. Let's see, and he is at a minus two currently. So you need to beat a seven with your prowess. I match it exactly. Okay. So you feel his teeth kind of scrape along your arm as you you know you yank your arm back, and there's you know let's see do you have do you have damage resistance? Uh, not in my base state. Okay. So there's you know there's it drew blood, but not enough to really count as a point of damage or anything. You know you yank your arm back fast enough, it's basically just just scratches. Uh, let me make sure he does not get uh pretty sure he doesn't get double attacked. No. And then it's your go. Oh, you're a hungry boy, ain't ya? Oh, don't worry, I'll give you all you need to eat. <laughs> and I'm gonna try and wrestle the thing to the ground. Alright, give me a props roll. That is a tie. So yeah, the two of you are kind of wrestling around. Uh, you can't get a good hold on it. It can't get away from you. Uh, you've got your shoulder tucked right up under its under its chin, so it's having a hard time trying to even bite you. Frost Giant is laughing this entire time because... He's wrestling a dinosaur. This <laughs> morning is way more interesting than he expected it to be. Uh, you know, the arms are still kind of scratching at you, but with Servant Boy's tangled around his legs, he can't really he can't really rear back and use those those you know bad big hook calls.
let's see, police officers. Uh, one of them holds his fire, and it's kind of sitting there, you know, it's like he's waiting. If he, if he gets a clear shot, he'll take it, but... Uh, the other one is a little more panic looking. And yeah, he just unloads on the, you know, <laughs> trying to hit the dinosaur. But, you know, we'll see how that goes. It doesn't go well. You hear a window, you hear one of the bullets hit a window behind you. And the officer that held his fire starts screaming at his buddy to, you know, uh, you know, to watch it. Patience, you're up. steps forward about to hear and you said one of the police officers <coughs> hurt mm, beg pardon yes one of the, one of the police officers hurt. is hurt sitting inside the vehicle yeah I'll go ahead and just uh, pop him with a heel <clears throat> so he was he was kind of like sermon boy he taking probably four points uh which would have left him in probably rougher shape than Serpent. Yeah, he, he was he was significantly injured. Uh, and yeah, the guy that was working on him in the car suddenly just kind of, you know, backs up. And the injured one, it starts like, you know, patting himself. Like, what the... <clears throat> and you moved a little bit closer yeah just a little bit I'll turn back to servant boy I do believe if you and your friend can handle this there will be no casualties today and I do a little fist pump to myself because I said the word casualties right. <laughs> that's the general idea And then it's Serpent Boy. Alright, so I think little, what I'm... You see this little blind girl creep ahead. Yeah. <laughs> and then turn around and say that to you. You don't see her do anything else. Right, I probably don't. Probably too distracted to actually see the, the cop healing. Um, I think what Serpent Boy wants to do is to actually... Um, uh, maybe grow... Stretch his... Uh, uh, his his legs up to see if he could like kind of pull up the raptor so that it's out of, out of striking range of or to move it further from the cops and also uh, to still be able to be wrestled with by Frost Giant if he like assumes his giant form um, just to like kind of lift off the ground and make sure it can't like escape us and uh, lunge at any of the any okay. of the others. Uh, give me another prowess roll. Okay. 
Uh, no, you managed to keep your grip on it, so you've still got that partial hold. But yeah, you're not able to get him off the ground as he's thrashing about, and the extra weight of uh, frost giant, giant, you know, latched <laughs> onto him. Right. All right, the raptor is going to spend his turn trying to escape. So that will be, let's see. Let's see, does he get that penalty on escaping? Is that the one thing he can do without the penalty? Escaping. All right, so he will be, he will be rolling his strength to escape. And this is tested against the attacker's strength. Strength, okay. So yeah, this is a strength on strength. So you gotta, let's see. Everybody got a 10. So it is a marginal success. So, no effect. He is still hell. Frost Giant, you're up. I'm still going to try and wrestle him to the ground. Okay. And I am tapping his tangled aspect from uh, Serpent Boy. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. I guess he would have that. So, that, that will burn one of your determination points? Yes, sir. Nice. This is his prowess. So yes, you get him in a you get him in a complete hole where he just can't move. <clears throat> yeah, you've wrapped his legs in one arm. You got his head pinned down. You know, with the other elbow. That's it, Snappy Joe. That's it. Calm down. <laughs> I got you. I got you. He ain't going nowhere. Uh, next up is the police. Uh, the police that held his fire. Uh, runs up. And he's kind of like, uh, will, will regular restraints work on this thing? I mean, I don't know. You have any zip ties? Uh, yeah, yeah, he runs back to his car and he comes out with some of the zip ties and y'all start trying to secure this thing. And from wrestling with it, it's strong, but it's not inhumanly strong. 
It's about as strong as an animal of its size would be. Mm-hmm. So you're thinking, you know, zip ties, you know, handcuffs, if they were big enough around, would probably work. Zip ties. You know, you just kind of got to experiment to find out which way the limbs will bend where you can tie them up. Uh, you, know, uh, you know, I don't think he's a bad dinosaur. I think he's just a little lost and hungry, that's all. Get a good steak in him. He should be fine. <laughs> uh, the officer that was a little more panicked. Uh, while y'all are zip-tied, he comes around with a gun. Should, should I go ahead and shoot it? Should I, should I go ahead and shoot it? You pull that trigger that's going down your throat. <laughs> the, uh... The first one that approached you, you know, he gestures to you like, whoa, calm down. Bill, Bill, just go check the building, make sure nobody was hurt by that, you know, by that miss. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, you know, you see you see his buddy calming down some, as basically his attention is redirected, like, oh, yeah, I did, you know. There was that shot, I better make sure, you know, and he, he, he hustles over to the building. Hey, stuff like that. Stuff like that's why I don't like guns. Too easy to make a mistake you can't take back. Dude's like, yeah, hey, not all of us can wrestle a dinosaur down, though. He kind of he kind of reaches out and touches it, you know, <laughs> at the back of the head, and kind of flinches back when it twists. Is it real? I mean, it's tangible. I mean, is that real enough for you? Well, I mean, that's not like not, not a robot. Or, well, it's bleeding. I don't guess it would be a robot. Are any of us really real? <laughs> he kind of looks at you well. I don't know. I, I'm talking to a seven-foot smurf. I, I don't know. Oh. Maybe this is all just, you know, one bad drug trip. Maybe I, maybe I made a drug bust and fell into the, into the product. I don't know. Yeah, I miss the 70s, too. <laughs> uh, the two officers in the car get out. You see where the injured guy... You see where his vest and everything is clawed open. And there's blood on the vest, but you don't see any wound up under, you know... In the, you know, looking in the tear, you don't see any wound, though. And he, he's moving just fine. So it's basically just a... Uh... Flesh wound, really. All you see is smooth skin under there. Oh, I mean, you don't even see scratch. You don't even see as many scratches as you have on your arm. Hmm. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. You uh, you okay? He's like, yeah, yeah. I was, I was cut pretty bad, and then it was just, it was just gone. Holy crap! Am I a superhero? <laughs> I don't know. Uh. You want me to break your arm and see if that heals up? Can. You hear a shout from the distance. Please don't do that. I get tired if I have to do this too much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you look up and, you know, saying that, you see a little blind girl moving towards you. Big mirrored Big. sunglasses on. Cane in her hand. I'm sorry, is, uh, is Frost Giant hurt? He has yeah, some scratches, scratches on his arm. No actual hit point damage or, anything, or uh, oh. stamina damage, no. Uh, 
Uh, what is Serpent Boy, Serpent Boy doing doing this? Uh, I think he's just uh, at this point standby. He's just uh, you know making maybe uh, reorganizing his books that probably got um, scuffed up. Maybe 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 his monster manual fell out of the backpack or something. <laughs> um, but then, but once once he's gathered uh, himself in that way, he uh, probably want to presume uh, or resume, I should say, the uh, his conversation with patience. Uh, so, do you do you where where are your parents? So again, uh, back back to your parents. Well, first of all, what, uh, he'll introduce himself. He'll say, uh, "My, oh, uh, my name is Norman," <laughs> and uh, what's your name? Uh, he, he asks patience. Hello, I'm patience. Okay, patience. Uh, do you do you know where your uh, where where? I think you dropped off for just a second there, Mike. Yeah, I didn't. Oh, like uh, he, he basically just asked uh, where where patients' parents are. Can I show you something real quick? Sure. Boom, telepathy. Oh! <laughs> nice of you to ask ahead of time. Images of what? I'm sorry? Of a house being... You see images and memories of a house being broken into. Oh, okay. Um, do I see the full episode, or do I just see enough to give the hint that uh, your parents are most likely no longer here. Yeah, you, you know I got kidnapped and something bad happened to the house. Oh, okay. Uh, but but I don't know what happened. I don't I don't haven't I haven't necessarily seen that the parents have been are, are dead. Yeah, there's there's no direct footage mm -hmm. of that. It's more of just brief snippets before you know getting knocked unconscious. Okay. Um, does she communicate whether she's tried to get back home, or is she on the run? Uh, escape was kind of paramount, mm -hmm. and you know, it's it's not that I couldn't attempt to go back home. I have no idea where it is or where I am at any point, really. Oh, does the six-year-old make sense? Yeah, I got I got kidnapped I got before I could really memorize, you know, my phone number, let alone uh, the <laughs> address and street. Well, hey, maybe maybe we could help you um, find your way home. Uh, is 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 uh, Marnut still uh, tied up with the Raptor and the cops? Is he is he basically just like keeping keeping the uh, keeping the Raptor held until they they're just about to the point of having the thing hogtied. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. But he is uh, just at this exact second. Yeah, he's still occupied. Okay. Uh, he'll just probably just uh, uh, or even uh, yeah. Do you think? Do you wanna? Do you wanna? Um, I'm sure. These, I'm sure that we 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 can help, and so can the police. I'm sure. Do you want to? Um, do you want to talk to talk to the police? That has not gone well the last couple of times. 
Oh, what happened? They tend to get weird. Weird? Like... They turn... Oh, well, you wouldn't. Um, they turn bad? Every time? Every time. Oh, what turn? And also in the orphanages, they turn bad. Oh, well, yeah, I've heard that about orphanages. I'm, and then, uh, you know, Serpent Boy feels a little shudder thinking about what could have happened to him, you know, if, if he hadn't been uh, sent to the custody of uh, good old uh, Uncle Marnie, Uncle Newt. <laughs> um, well, you know, maybe, maybe my uncle and I can, can help you there if, you're not, if you don't want to go to the police. And we we we're not we won't turn bad. I mean, Uncle Newt's like, well, how old is um Marner? Oh, he's in like his forties. Uh, okay, oh, so you're not from yeah. yeah. That's right. We're all descendants. We're not actually from mythic times. Yeah, he might live a little bit longer than the average bear, but not <laughs> that much longer. Okay. I was going to say, you know, Martin said, like, you know, centuries turned bad and he hasn't done it yet, but that's not the case. Um, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be glad to take your help until I see you start to change colors. Change colors? Um, I'm not a... Oh, <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I, 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 don't, I don't really actually have any uh, chameleon in, the, in my background. Funny story... Um, yeah, my, my mom's not a chameleon. <laughs> uh, um, is that what you meant? Can I show you a thing? <laughs> <laughs> okay, he braces himself and says, Okay. Yeah, she pops a quick image of, you know, it's you know it's pure black, but you can kind of see the colored outlines of people. Ooh. Oh, it's like, uh, okay. So, th so this is how you... This is how you perceive the world, then? This is how you see people? Is this some kind of, like, aura thing? You probably know uh, enough about, like, magic stuff, though. The church says it was it, people's souls. Ah. I see. Um, church people were less colorful the longest. Okay, and, and you said that people always go bad eventually? One of the colors always ends up growing too much. Hmm. Then I'll leave, and it'll calm down. Oh, you mean like 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 it's like it's your pre your presence that does it to people? Is that what you're saying? I think it is. Okay. Um, well, you know, I, I mean, I'm sure you're not. I, I, I'm sure you're not doing that in purpose, of course. So, you know, yeah, I grew as as you know, you, you saw. I, I grew up with you know powers too. I mean, way, way different powers than what you've got. But you know, sometimes it's it's hard for me to control my powers too. I mean, um, I remember I. <laughs> I once like I once uh, got squeamish uh, 
I went to, I got stressed out during uh, wrestling lessons in, in, in school and I ended up like not like belching, actually belching up some knockout, some, uh, some knockout venom. And I, I, I put my, uh, I mean, the good, the good news is we all got out of the gym early and I didn't have to actually have to wrestle. Um, uh, but anyway, yeah, it's the, the point being that we don't always have control for our powers. It's not because we're doing something wrong and, and stuff. Um, it's not because we're bad. Um, it's just sometimes things we do, um, it takes a while to learn. And um, maybe that's what you need. Maybe you just need to learn how to do what you do. And well, maybe maybe then you want it, you know, that people won't, will stop, you know, changing color around you. I guess that's how you put it. I mean, I'm just spitballing here. I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm not a neuro. Uh, I'm not a neuro meta humanist, uh, or whatever they call it, like um, people who study superpowers. You're a teenager, aren't you? Yeah, I'm in. I'm. I'm. I'm in tenth grade. Yeah, I'm in high school. This is what. Okay. <laughs> oh, does does patient say? Does patient say that? Yeah, patient just goes. Okay, you talk a lot. I'm getting his, yeah, now Superboy's starting to get the sense that she's um, perhaps uh, older than her years. <laughs> Which I guess if you can peer into people's souls, I can I can see how that might have an, that kind of effect on you. How's, uh, how's uh, Frost Giant with the, on, on the Raptor cleanup? Yeah, the Raptor is secured. Uh, Frost Giant, the uh, police officer, uh, Officer Daniels, uh, you know, he's thanking you for your help, telling you, that, you know, they've got animal control on the way. Uh, he's not sure that they're, the animal control is necessarily equipped for this, but, you know, <laughs> he goes, I, I guess a cage that would hold a bear would hold one of these. I, this is I could just take it home if they don't have any facilities for it. What? <laughs> I said we could just take it home. We have space for it. I'm not cleaning up after that thing. He's going to make me clean up after that thing. We'll paper train it. I like a butcher shop. It's just right down the road. How expensive can this be to feed, really? There goes my college fund. College fund? <laughs> I mean, yes, I have secured a stable source of income to ensure that you have all the educational need, all your educational needs for the future met. <laughs> he says, "Slide phone, phone back in the pocket." Uh, uh, of course, the real question there is: if you clean up after a raptor, raptors are dinosaurs, birds are dinosaurs. So, would raptor poop be like big bird poop? Technically, I'm kind of a dinosaur too. My mother, my mother was the big guy. Certainly. You're a snake. That's not a dinosaur. <laughs> well, you know when they, when they get to that size. Uh. So yeah. So anyway, you you wrap up with the with the dinosaur. You see uh, your youthful ward over there talking to this little you know five or six year old. Uh. You you pay attention just in time to catch her going. You're a teenager, aren't you? 
Hey, uh, brush handle step over here. So, miss, you have healing powers, huh? It's a useful little trick. Yeah, she uses it on me, too. Ah. So, so, Uncle, we've got a, kind of a situation here. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want to, do you want to, uh, uh, Patience, do you want to give uh, my uncle here the, oh, this is Marnuke, by the way. Pleasure to meet you. Marnuke, mm-hmm. yes. Do you want to uh, tell Marnuke what you told me? He's a teenager. <laughs> Extremely so. Oh, did you mean the pictures? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> yes. the only thing I said was, you're a teenager, aren't you? Sorry. She walks up to him. Can I show you something? I suppose it won't hurt. <laughs> Telepathy. <laughs> uh, it hurts you my see, brain. You see both, you know, the 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 home invasion and and the out the outlined world in which I see. Spineless, gutless cowards taking a child from her home in the night. <sighs> he gently places a one of his big old paws on Patience's shoulder. I'm sorry that you've had such a rough start in life, dear. If you need any place to stay, I could pull out a cot for you. I will appreciate that until your red gets too red. Oh, don't worry. I think think you'll find I made a little bit sterner stuff than than a regular person. Uh, no, I, I think you, um, so her powers kind of affect people. Are you pulling her to the side to say this? Are you just saying it in front of me? Well, I mean, I don't, I, 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 I'm not really saying anything I haven't already told you, you know, when I was spitballing during my theorizing. Um, yeah, I, I think, uh, it's, okay, so it's, it's like this, when, I, I try to break it down into like playing speak <laughs> where you know she has powers but this is gonna get really meta but I, th- I think she's got the uh the the uncontrollable drawback <laughs> if you if you catch my drift uh, where she her you're sitting there flipping through your game book she's got this yeah <laughs> like the real world version of this right um where I, I guess um the longer people are in her presence, the more their emotions get out of control. And then that's that's why she's been moving from place to place. Hmm. That's a bit of a pickle. And she also doesn't know how to get home. We don't we don't even she doesn't even know what actually happens to her parents or there's uh, I don't think we call those anymore. I'm sorry. Sorry. I know the house isn't there anymore. Oh, was there was there like an explosion? Is that what I saw? There was fire. Ah, I see. 
So as y'all are discussing this, Officer Daniel kind of, kind of, you know, he had been on his radio, and he suddenly runs up. We've got some more of these things downtown. Uh, I hate to ask, but you handled this one so easily. Do you do you think you could you lend us a hand? Lend us a hand. For a man who was seven and a half feet tall, Frost Giant just made the highest pitched little squeal that you have ever heard in your <laughs> life. Ooh, more dinosaurs. Yes! Yes, I think I can handle this. And he hurries you to his car. Uh... You know, it's it's a tight fit for you getting in there. You manage to scrunch up. He puts you in the front seat. He puts uh, Patience and Serpent Boy in the back. And off you race downtown. Gonna wrestle some dinosaurs. Do do do. <laughs> Is there a T Rex? Please tell me you've seen a T Rex. Uh, I've only seen the one we were fighting. Oh, hang on, that's not the right map. That's probably the right man. <clears throat> so he he pulls up. And uh throw it under the police car down. So I get over to the right map. All right. So you arrive basically at the edge of the map. Uh, Officer Daniel tells you, you know, he'll he'll keep an eye on the little one. You know, he hops out long enough to, uh... He hops out long enough to open the back door to let Serpent Boy out. <clears throat> and if Patient wants to, wants to climb out and, like, jump in the front seat, that'll be alright. Patience will. Because the front seat can be opened from the inside. Right. So what greets you? You see a police car here that seems to be abandoned. Uh... There's one over here that has been uh, the engine area seems to be on fire and like the the roof of stuff has been like crushed down and it's kind of bowed in the middle. You sincerely hope no one was in the car when whatever happened happened. You see two more of the Jurassic Park rejects over here. And then over here, there's two of them about the same size. You know, I say that and then I realize I don't actually know uh, how big those things were. Let me double check. Let's see. 
The things up here are actually slightly larger. But, uh, they don't, they stand about human height, but they have a much longer tail. They're just kind of a longer build overall. But standing upright, they'd only be, you know, standing upright, they'd be about, uh, about Frost Giant size, you know. You know, bulkier overall, but. And they do not seem to have the, they don't have the wicked claws that the other one has. This is clearly something, clearly a different kind of critter. Have kind of a domed head. We will throw your minis down. Oh yes, I forgot the most. Strangely, despite dinosaurs have been around, the most uh, attention-catching thing is this man standing in the center of the, you know, center of the walk. He's got big goggles up on his forehead, you know. His hair is kind of all over the place. He's in a lab coat. And he is screaming about the failures of the scientific community. Here he is in the future. It's almost 2020. Where are the flying cars? Where are the jetpacks? He came here to get jetpacks. Uh, do any of you have any knowledge skills or history skills or anything related like that? Uh, not I, said the Frost Giant. Not me neither, said the um, high school sophomore. Okay. Uh, you can all give me straight intelligence checks. What? You're not going to ask the child that's never been to school? <laughs> <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> This the difficulty. All right, none of you have a clue who this guy is. <laughs> but he is ranting and raving like a madman. Sir, sir, are you high and or a time traveler, <laughs> or both? <laughs> a time traveler? I am the premier time traveler. I am Professor Paradox. Have you not heard of me? Why are you blue? <laughs> well, way back when, my great-great-great-great-great-granddad banged my great-great-great-great-grandma, who's a frost giant, so I'm blue. Ugh, magic. Also, no, I've never heard of you. At all. Patients came out really, really small, which I guess works. <laughs> I think I've got the grid turned up on this map, so things are just kind of going down randomly. Uh, let's see. 
Seriously, alright, you already told you his name. You've never heard of me? The greatest mind the 1970s ever produced? Well, I was five, so probably not. <clears throat> He's just kind of like... <sighs> well, clearly I have not taken over the world by now. This is disappointing. Oh, you're a super villain! What? Oh, wait! Are, are these dinosaurs yours? <laughs> Yes, I have traveled back through deep history to, to retrieve the fiercest creatures imaginable. Well, I mean, you didn't bring his mom, and he gestures towards Serpent Boy, so you kind of failed that. Uh. <sighs> Who, what, what, why would I care about the child, about, what, why would I care about the child's mother? Did she have the same skin condition? She killed Thor. <laughs> oh, more magic. Uh, do you know what the presence of creatures like yourself do to scientific... Th Never mind. And he kind of snaps his fingers and some of the creatures you have already seen kind of charge forward. Alright, go ahead and give initiative. And you can continue to talk to him while combat's going up, but he's just going to stand there and rant at you while the fighting is going. Alright. Alright, so we're going to give one of these guys a turn, and they'll both just... Each type of critter is just going to go... Uh... But anyway, as I said, each, each type of critter is just going to go on one initiative, so, for simplicity's sake. Does it look like the dinosaurs will get to us this turn? Like, or, like, right away? Uh... You're not entirely certain. Because the, uh... You know raptors are supposed to be fast. And you're really not sure about the bigger guys. Okay. <clears throat> you know, if, if the bigger guys are slower like you would expect them to be, they may not actually get to you, get to you. <clears throat> hey, Uncle, do you think I should try belching up on these guys? On these, on these guys? He would know about my knockout breath. Eh, yeah, probably won't hurt. Just be careful about the, uh... I, I assume these are uh, pterodactyls up here. Are they winged? They are circling. Something is up there circling in the air, yes. Oh, yeah, just be careful about those two up there. You don't want to actually hurt. Hurt the poor things. They're just scared and confused. No, I'm not full-on poisonous yet. Yeah. We'll see what happens when puberty's finished. Oh, that, that actually, you know, that that's that's more of a um, well, that's more of a like a junior high thing. But we'll worry about that later. Getting those weird clusters again. All right. 
Servant Boy goes on a five this time. Patience goes on a four. So at least not everything's a five or a six. <laughs> uh, police officer, I'm just going to put last because he ain't going to do anything unless him or Patience are threatened. Uh, and let's see, did Zach roll? Is that ten your initiative, Zach? Zach. Yes, sir. That came out weirdly aggressive. <laughs> Was it? Yes, sir. <laughs> Coordination of three. Okay. And do sending order. All right, top of the order is Frost Giant. All right, Frost Giant is going to activate his embiggening power. And as he does this, he just rips apart this cheap $5 wife beater he's got on and just screams. <laughs> Yet somehow his and pants got... survived the transformation. <laughs> the shirt actually increases in size with him, so he's basically just throwing down this giant uh, beer-smelling tarp on the ground when he's done. Oh, the shirt doesn't rip as he transforms. He does the Hulk Hogan as he's getting bigger and tears it off. <laughs> yep, yep. Child of the 70s. And, Child of the 70s. and I'm going to tap all eyes on me to... Uh, Pretty much aggro all the dinosaurs. Try and aggro aggro all the dinosaurs so they focus on me as okay. opposed to give me a will my squishier friends. Will this is basically a you know uh, charisma social sort of thing. And they all have. And that'll be a ten. Okay. Chances are good that you've got everybody's attention. <clears throat> and how big does Frost Giant get? He tops out at 25 feet. So, pretty big. Yeah, yes, that's quite, quite decent. Uh, oops. From inside the car, you hear, holy crap. To Patience, he's like, he, you, Patience, you're sitting next to the cop, uh, and you see you see the outline of Frost Giant's spirit suddenly start expanding. You hear the cop, holy crap, are you seeing what I'm seeing? Oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> This has just been this has just been a very strange day for me. It's uh, okay. The Lord has placed many gifts in the day for many of us. He's like, yeah, yeah, I get uh, okay. If he'll just give, if he'll just gift us all with getting out of this without getting eaten, I'll be happy. That's, guess that's what I'm here for. Uh, 
Let's see here. So yeah, these two guys over here start charging forward. Uh, let's see, they've got a few ranks of running, so they do actually make the distance. And if they're charging at you, they just duck their heads and are going for like a charging headbutt sort of thing. You sort of instinctively flinch because at your height, that's going to have them hitting about groin level. Oh no! Weird. None of y'all's initiatives are showing up on the. Yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna say. I, I thought it was just maybe my interface, but I refreshed the page and nothing. Yeah, I mean. Hmm. I don't know what in the world could be causing that. Uh, when you swap the boards, did you close out the turn order from the previous board? <laughs> No, I did not. I deleted something off of it. Yeah, that's probably what it was. Because I deleted something off of it, but did not... Uh... And then when I gave everybody a turn... Yeah, because I had the old one pulled up on my ass. That's probably what it was. Someday I will learn how to use this interface, I promise. I'm probably lying, but, you know, I'll try. No one truly knows the dark mysteries of Roll20. Yes, Some think they true. do, but they do not. Alright, let's see if I close that one, and then I pop, pop one up. Now it's the same one coming up. One quick second while I jot down everybody's initiative so I can just delete it out and then re put them in. Alright, so we got Frost Giant at 10. Pachycephalosaurus at 8. Uh, Deinonychus. The Deinonychus at 8. Pterodactyls at 7. Uh, Serpent Boy at a five. Patience at a four. Officer Daniels at a one. All right. We will clear that.
I got everybody visible now. Yes. Yeah. I don't have a token for uh, Officer Daniels, but. Oh. But I can't just make the police scar his token. All right. There we go. All right. And Frost Giant had gone. Then the pack of well, he reordered on me. So the pack of cephalosaurs were attacking. The dome hit its critters. So that is. A prowess. So roll your prowess versus their attack. I got a seven. First one got a five, so it missed. Roll for your second one. You manage to kind of dance out of the way. You're kind of, you know, catch him on the side of the head and kind of redirect. Uh, and the two raptor-looking guys are running up. Uh, they are packed hunters. And one of them is going to use its action to distract you to give the other one a plus two. Basically, they're assisting each other. Alrighty. Using it to, and using using the plus to to connect. One's acting as a distraction to make sure that the other one manages to to land a blow. And that's versus my willpower. No, this would still be your prowess. They're running up to attack you. Oh, okay, okay. They just get the one attack, and the other one is is aiding. So yeah, one comes in kind of low and just kind of snapping at you, while the other one leaps. But you're not fooled, you know. You've seen the movies, you know they jump, you know they work together. You know they're clever girls. <laughs> I've babysat chihuahuas. So you managed to sidestep out of the way. Wow, all the dinosaurs kind of go in a clump. So the two pterodactyls come swooping down. <clears throat> you hear Professor uh, Paradox in the background. Hugh may be able to handle the the natural, you know, the natural creatures from their day. But can you handle the ones that I have evolved? And as they swoop down, you see both of them have like two little mini guns mounted under the wings. You just strapped guns onto them. You haven't evolved them. Dude, I changed You know what them. those words I even mean? Yes, yeah. evolve means to change, and I changed them. <laughs> Cretin. Uh. And you know, both of them kind of spark up and fire at you. So this will be coordination. Uh, 
Oh no. You beat the first one. Ah, uh, the second one gets a good lick on you, though. Well, I have plus four t uh, damage reduction in this state, so what's the damage? Alright, so you got a four damage reduction. Their guns do four damage. Which makes, so you take zero damage. However, because it came out to an even zero and not below zero, uh, the fact that they still got a uh, greater than normal success on you, so six. Yeah, they got a major success. And for shooting attacks, that is a potential kill, I think. Oh, no. Well, you know, it's what happened to, like, uh, Everlast. Everlast. Yeah. When she ran up on the uh, reliquary. Yeah. That poor guy getting sucked into another dimension. And he was never seen again. Um, actually, I ran a over at my buddy's Dire Bear Adventuring Company one. I ran a, a a little short icons game, set in a different world. Reliquary was still one of the villains, and ended up getting sucked out into another dimension again. <laughs> I forget which so, world he was in first before he wound up in the other one, but. It's so like was it the object. same reliquary, or was it a different version of the reliquary? It was the same, it was the reliquary. same reliquary. The same reliquary. <laughs> he, he was trying to make his way back home, and it actually kind of tied into the story. <laughs> uh, let's see. What was that? Oh, yes, I remember what I was looking at. Damn it. I've got a few things tabbed. I really need to go through and just tab every every section of this book so I can find stuff quickly. Uh, what are you looking for? Uh, the like kill effects. Uh, uh, page forty-one. Forty-one. All right, I was almost there. It will be under killing. If you're looking for killing outcomes. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, so achieves a potential kill if it, and inflict zero or more stamina damage. Test the full damage level against the attacker's strength. So you give me an attack roll and I give you a d6 plus the damage. So you only need to be to five. He rolled, I rolled minimum. Yeah, no problem. So the bullets hit, they sting, they don't really do anything. Frostshine just stares down at, at Paradox. He gets angry. He's, he's stomping his feet. <laughs> It'd be ridiculous if he wasn't throwing dinosaurs at people. You think you're so big? I'll show wow. you big. And you see him gesture over to the side and this huge light, you know, basically like a portal opens up. And the ground, uh, hang on, let me, uh, get to the right. 
and the ground shakes with what advances. As it rounds oh. the corner, and it is its turn. Judging by the damage on the on the police cars that walks by, you think maybe he's already had already pulled this one out at some point. Let's see. So yeah, the T Rex should be about your size, I think. There is just a kid on a candy store smile on his face right now. Uh, Servant Boy, of course, sees this. Presence, you see this huge... Uh, the portal doesn't register in your senses at all, of course. <clears throat> but but I yeah, see you, a big thing coming out of nowhere. Right. And you kind of start detecting it kind of as it passes the, you know, the, the edge of the portal. So it's like you see, the, you see this spirit just sort of fill in. And then the roar vibrates the car. To everybody except uh, Frost Giant, it's probably very startling because you know it's... I say roar, truthfully, it probably sounds more like some kind of bird. <laughs> it is probably less of the, your typical roar and more of like a very deep, almost eagle cry. If we wanted to be realistic, but this is comics. A comic-based yeah. game, so big roar. You know, you feel the vibrations deep inside. It's, you know. Uh, patience, you hear the police officer, you know, shift the, shift the car into reverse. He doesn't take off, but he yeah, he's a... Uh, He may be ready in case that becomes uh, advisable. So let's see. Oh, yes, there was the T Rex's turn. So Paradox is now screaming at you. Is that big enough for you? You're my new best friend, Paradox. I mean, I'm still probably going to kick you, but you just made my day. And it gets it move it moves about halfway towards you. Uh Or actually, let me check. Does it have running? Let's see. It's weird. They list running, but they don't give a rank for it, huh? Well, some of these guys. I think they're running on that. This one, I think they're running was for the Carnosaur. So, so yes, you have a T Rex advancing on you. Uh, actually, he spends his full turn moving, so he gets right up on you. 
But that is his full action. Serpent Boy. There's a lot of dinosaurs. They're all piling on Unk. Yeah, so... I think what I'd like to do... Um, is... Oh, boy. Uh, if, if it's possible, I'd like to actually... Um, He's 25 feet tall. It would it be possible for me to kind of like, um, kind of perch myself, pull myself up to, uh, to Frost Giant's shoulder and just kind of like attack from there with my stretching ability? Yeah, you can do that. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, I figure that might be. Yeah, I figure he'd probably want to want the cover since, you know, he's not really, he's, he's certainly not as, as enthusiastic about, um, about, uh, face-to-face combat the way way good old uncle is um but if, if he from that vantage point what he'd like to do is uh stretch his neck down and just try to like basically uh breathe knockout gas on um to the people and i'm hoping that uh it only affects i i have the, the burst extra to my affliction ability so hopefully it, so i'm 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 it only affects people in close range. I'm hoping that since Frost Giant's at his height, that that won't uh, affect him as uh, as long as no, you know, nasty gusts of wind like blow the blow the knock. So you're kind of you you basically hop up on his shoulder and you blow your breath kind of down. Yeah, well, I actually stretch my neck down, so I'm like okay. basically it's it's like I'm basically spinning in the faces. So I'm fine um, with it not affecting uh, uh, Frost Giant. It will also not, however, it will also not affect the Tyrannosaurus since it's as tall as he is. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I figure I'm I'm leaving the T Rex entirely to yeah. So to it, Uncle, it, it won't uh, get the T Rex. It won't get Frost Giant. It won't get the Pterodactyls. Sure. The, the other four on the ground can all be affected by it. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's uh, let's let's do that then. Now this is um, affliction is just is a it's a prowess attack. But I, I guess I guess do I roll once or four times? Uh, being area effect, I would say just roll once. All right. And that'll give me the number that they all have to resist. Uh-oh. Okay. Not a great number. We'll see what happens. Oh, and I saw afterwards I'll have to roll for, for burnout. Okay. Uh, what do they have to roll? Is it strength? Um, I, th- well, I think it's... I think you, I, I think, think it's you... Prowse. It's, it's, um... Let me see. It's a, the higher, it's, it's... Yeah, I guess I'm rolling against their strength. No, first of all, I, I have to make a prowess test to touch a target, then an affliction test to see if it actually works. Okay, but yours is a burst, so it's just kind of everything around you, so I don't think you, you have to make that roll. Oh, okay. Then it's affliction versus... Uh, their strength. So let me make that in roll, because that, that'll be a higher roll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Actually, I'll just remake the rope, but I'll I'll change the attribute to strength because that's what it works off of. So, or my uh, the power ability, which is six. Okay, here we go. That's a little better. <clears throat> All right, so they got to be to ten. Rolling for the Pachycephalosaurus first. So, so a major success on both of them. 
rolling for the uh, raptor looking guys. One of them pass, both of them pass. Okay. Alright, so with a major success, what does affliction do? I assume major probably means they actually go down. I think it's full. Yeah, I, I think I think it's actually full damage. Um, and maybe a test. Let's see. Let's see. Affliction. Uh, moderate success or better. It does um, full damage, so it's it's six damage, ignoring damage resistance. Oh, and a continu Oh, it's a continuous effect. Okay. So next next panel, they'll have to we'll have to make another test. Okay, but it does your rank in damage. Yes, which is six. You refer to it as knockout. I'm assuming it's not like lethal damage or any kind of killing effects. It's just yeah. Once I hit zero, they just fall unconscious. Yeah, okay. All right. So what is there? All right. So they are both still up, though they look they look woozy. They're very unstable on their feet. And now I should roll for the knockout. Yeah, burnout is what, a D? Is it just a D6? So, yeah. I think it's one or two. And, yep, sure enough, that's all I got. My my throat my throat is parched and dry now. You go... <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Now you need a lozenge. Mm-hmm. All right. Patience. You are sitting in the car. You see all these, you know, spirits clustering around a uh, frost giant. Yeah, it's, it's, uh... They're all punching the big guy, so, uh... Gonna go ahead and uh, do a good old-fashioned ability that I way overstacked the extras on, and throw a force field on him. All right, who used on the force field on? Uh, Frost Giant. And how many ranks is that? So for the next four rounds, he'll have an additional four points damage reduction. Uh, I'm not sure those powers stack like that. Generally, right, what rank is what rank is the force shield? Four. All right. Usually, what happens when when powers stack in this game is you take the highest power plus one rank. Since each rank is basically doubling. Yeah, yeah. You know, two fours would really only make, you know, the five or whatever. It's a feature he borrowed in design. This is a feature he borrowed from the old DC game that used an exponential system. Uh, but, uh, then, uh, quick question. Frost Giant, are you, how much HP are you missing? Uh, none. I am at full health. Yeah, nothing's oh, actually damaged to me. Then I'll just go ahead and stack 
the, the force field on him for the okay. extra point. So and he now has a damage of five, which means the machine guns machine can't possibly gun. hurt him now. Hmm. But so that he... will last for four rounds, and then I'll have to reapply it. Okay. So he has, he has taken you from bullet resistant to bulletproof. Or she has, rather. Now, is the force shield something they would notice? Is it like a glowing effect? Yeah, it's got a bit of an, a bit of a glow to it. Okay. So your uncle starts glowing a little bit. Like he's about to go Super Saiyan. Alright. The... Let's see, Officer Daniels... Creeps the car back a little bit. You know, he is, you know, he's not running. It's just kind of, well, them giants are awful close. We're just going to, you know. Back her up. And then we are back at the top of the order. Frost Giant. Uh, hmm. This is a whole lot of monsters. Ah. Uh, I'm going to burn a determination point, tapping ancient blood in my veins to make my ice breath an AoE effect. Just trying to get everything right in here. Oh, you've got to too. Yep. All right. So, yeah, you take a, you know, you take kind of a step back or you lean back and then kind of, you know, turn your head in an arc so you catch, uh, I'm going to say you catch everything except the pterodactyls. Just because they're not just, they're not hovering there. They're, you know, they're doing flybys. Flybys. Yeah. I'm just too lazy to move the miniatures every time. That'd right. be really All tedious. Alright, let's see. Though if you, if, if you could use gifts on this, you get a gift that's transparent that just has the, has the pterodactyls swooping through every now and then. <laughs> I'll have to suggest that as a feature. <clears throat> Alright, so they've got a beat of 10. I assume that they use their... Uh, their uh, coordination. Yeah, because this is just a damaging effect. Alright. And their coordinations are the same. His is one lower. Alright. So starting off with the packies... Both of them take the damage and go down. Uh, the let's see here. All right, so both of these guys go down. Yeah, they're still breathing. You didn't do a lethal amount of damage to them, but that plus the knockout gas already having them woozy. It was more than they could take. And you said the uh, the ice breath was what rank? Uh, five. Okay. And, you know, ice forms up on these two guys down here. And then let me roll for the big boy. Alright, so he also takes the damage. 
He may actually have armor though, let me check. Nope, nope, just a lot, just, just a big old pile of stamina. Well, a respectable pile of stamina. You hear Paradox ranting. Do all of you mythological monsters have have bad breath? <coughs> Let's see. There's the Packy's turn, and they're out. There's the Raptor thingy's turns. Uh, and they sort of circle around you. And one of them is going to. One of them is going to try to put the put a condition on you. So give me a. You may use your prowess. Or your willpower if you want, to resist this. They will be using their prowess to try to, to try to put it on you though. Uh, I think I'll go with the uh, prowess. Okay. Frost Giant's not a willpower-based character. Uh, it's slightly higher by like a one point. All right. So they beat you by one, or no, you beat them by one. Excuse me. I was reading that in reverse order. So he was clearly trying to distract you, but you managed to kind of put yourself in a position where you can keep an eye on him without taking your attention off of everybody else. So he failed. And the other one just attacks you, which is also a prowess. As he runs up and kind of tries to slash it, basically like your Achilles tendon. Yep, I'd say that one hits. Oh yeah, that one hits quite well. However, with your... Let's see. That's a major... But yeah, with your, with your now slightly increased armor, it does negative one points of damage to you, so... Even having gotten a major, he can't roll the uh, for the kill result or anything. Nice. Exactly like babysitting chihuahuas. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, it slices through your pants leg. Or, or maybe into your boot if you're wearing a boot. But And at that moment is when you realize these things are probably beneath your notice. Uh, the pterodactyls come swooping back through. Uh, they open fire. Uh, one is just shooting at Frost Giant. Uh, the other one, whether intentionally or not, may be going to hit a uh, server boy. Just because he's perched there. Let's see, the pterodactyls have a. It needs to be coordination based. 
So the first one's shooting at Frost Giant. Beat a seven. Hmm. Not a problem. And then Serpent Boy, you need to beat an eight. Nope. You take four points of damage. Okay. So Frost Giant, you're right there. You dodge out of the way. And then right in your ear, uh, you hear Norman scream, Ah! <laughs> you all right, my boy? Anything vital? Uh, no, 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 all right. I'm all right. Kind of. It's just a flesh they have guns. And then you realize it is completely wrecked your crits happen shirt. Ah. <laughs> oh, man. And then it is the T-Rex's turn. He is going after uh, Frost Giant. Uh, he roar, you know, he's roaring a challenge at you, and then tries to clamp down on your shoulder. Uh, hmm. I'm going to give a die roll. On an even roll, is the shoulder that Serpent Boy is standing on. So the attack will potentially affect both of you. On an odd roll, is the other shoulder, and only, uh, only Frost no. Giant has to, make a, has to make the check. Even. Alright, so this could potentially affect you both. So, Tyrannosaurus has a... Uh, prowess of... Oh, of all the ones to make a roll of one on. Alright, so the number to beat is a six. All right, Frost Giant, you get out of the way, no problem, Iron. So, as these huge jaws come stabbing down on you, uh, Frost Giant, you manage to just, you know, you jerk back out of the way. Servant Boy, just using his stretching, just kind of goes flat on your shoulder. So there's, like, no extra height to potentially get, you know, get grass. And the jaws snap shut. Almost right in your face, Servant Boy. You just kind of see the... You feel his hot, its hot breath. You know, on you. <laughs> it is far closer than you ever wanted to be to a Tyrannosaurus. <laughs> well, that's probably would lie. As a child, you probably wanted to see one. <laughs> right. And then it is your turn. Alright, so... Um, we've still got those two flying pterodactyls with the mini guns. So I, I'm wondering if I could try to, this is nutty, but let's, let's try this. Would it be possible for me to try to latch onto one of them and maybe try to, try to 
piggyback on it with my stretching abilities. I'm hoping I could now maybe try to try to steer it to um, fire the yeah. other pterodactyl. Yeah, that, that seems like, reasonable enough. Uh, it'll be a would that be wrestling. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, basically wrestling to get a hold of it. All right. Let's see what happens here. And stretch. Let's see. And its prowess is. Oh, wow. You got a major success, so you are now perched on its back with your arms wrapped around it any any which way you want. Sweet. Uh, I want to say you mm, basically was... have it pretty much in a full hold, uh, effectively. Now, in this case, you're not hindering its movement because sure. that would be bad. But uh, yeah. but we'll say that basically gives you control where you can kind of pull. You have to make rolls to really steer it well. Sure. But you've definitely got like basic control of it. Hey, I'm sure he's screaming at the top of his lungs the whole time. Oh yeah, you know, he's turning his head and looking at you, but it, it, you know, their necks aren't flexible enough for it to like turn around and bite at you. <laughs> and patience. So I, I've Serpent Boy needs some help. He has been hurt again. Uh, a quick mental chat with Serpent Boy if he allows it. Uh, he feels the same kind of reach into his mind as the last time Patient spoke with him. Yeah, you'd, sure. You'd recognize the touch. Mm-hmm. Okay, he's not resisting. What is she doing? Yeah, how bad a little busy, but uh, I, I, I'm, I'm okay for now. Okay, then I'm going to support you. Okay, <laughs> and he gets the same aura around him, oh. the fourth field. Okay, and he will have that for the next four turns. Thank you. So that's yeah. He has no damage reduction naturally. So yeah, that's. It's a big bump for him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he knows that you start to glow, you know, kind of like Frost Giants glowing. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm hoping that uh, the force field around uh, Frost Giant would not have impeded my ability to latch onto the pterodactyl. No, 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 no. It is purely protective in nature. And Frost Giant, you're up. Uh, Frost Giant's gonna throw a one-two punch into the T-Rex's face. Okay. Like the beginning of Mike Tyson Mysteries. <laughs> what? That's part of the that's part of the intro. You see Mike Tyson punching a T-Rex. I've never. I'm not sure that I've actually heard of that. Oh, it's an Adult Swim show. Ah, okay. It, it's a spoof the <laughs> old Scooby Doo style cartoons. It well, right. it's it spoofs Scooby Doo, or that style, and like the old celebrity cartoons, like the Mr. T cartoon, or sure. the Mo- <laughs> Muhammad Ali had one. I think Muhammad Ali, I think in his, I think you see in the intro, I think you see him punching alligator. 
<laughs> Mr. T, I want to say you saw him throw an alligator in his opening. So in my Tyson, he's punching a T-Rex. I just remember that Mr. T hung out with like a teenage gymnastics team, which I thought was r- really random. It kind of was. I think it was just an excuse to have a team that moved around with it. Right. But yet, yeah, it's, it's, it's him. It's Norm Macdonald as the voice of a, of a man that's been turned into a pigeon by his ex-wife. <laughs> so that's the pet sidekick. You've got the ghost of the uh, Marquis of Queensberry. You know, you got his ghost, so it's kind of like the Funky Phantom. And then you've got, like, the adopted Asian daughter that, you know, is just the ra- kind of random stuff. But she's the Velma brains of the operation kind of thing. <laughs> the first season's really funny, and then it went kind of down. It's like they had the one joke and just kind of... <clears throat> I haven't watched any of them since then. But, mm, digression. All right. Let's see. That's right. You have made your punch, so he has to resist your punch with his eh, fairly decent prowess. It's a T-Rex. It knows how to fight. Woo! And now we know why it went extinct. Can't dodge and a punch. punch Can't dodge a meteor. <laughs> and I do eight damage with that punch. And that is a massive, massive success. Alright, so that is... Alright, so that's 8 damage. It has... Oh, that's right. It does not have any armor at all. And you had already done some to it. Alright, so it had 11... You'd already done, somebody had already done a five to it. Also me. <laughs> so yeah. You clock it the one time and it starts to wobble and you come down and you hit it with, with, with the other one, you know, the whole, whole left, right. And yeah, it just, it just crumbles to the ground. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Patience, you see the spirit drop, you know, the spirit of this thing drop, and then the, when it hits the ground, the whole car kind of shakes. Uh, paradox goes silent. <laughs> he just sit there, mouth agape. And then just kind of all at once, he snaps out of it. Well, been very interesting meeting you. I must be going. And he starts trucking it off to the side. Can I still advance towards him? Yep, you can take your movement, which will get you, oh, about here. He's calling back over his shoulder. Stay there. Stay there. I don't want to hurt you. <laughs> no, no, I, I think me and you need to have a little chat. <laughs> don't come any closer. I'm warning you. I just punched a T-Rex in the face. What are you going to do to me? 
And he turns around and he snaps his fingers at you. Uh oh. <laughs> Directly in front of your face, ten, you know, maybe ten feet from your face, you know, proper height, but ten feet back, a, you know, a far smaller portal than what the T-Rex came through opens up and a blur of light flies through. Give me a, uh, uh, coordination to try to dodge this. I am rolling stupid well today. <laughs> ah, rock em, frock em, frock em. So this like gold and blue blur zips pat just past your head. You just manage to get your head. You feel it, br you know, whatever it is, you feel it kind of brush your, your bushy hair. And just a little over this ways, you see a man in blue and gold. Kate, you know, Kate flowing behind him, stop and start looking around with a very confused expression on his face. <laughs> did, did you just try to shoot me with the Primus? Uh, as you say that you turn back around, you no longer see Paradox anywhere. But you think you may hear a manhole to... cover going, Tink! <sighs> Detection. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's probably down in the sewer. He's in the sewer. Alright, did I have a picture of Thomas handy? That's maybe maybe it's an actual hand. I know you have a token of him. Yeah, I was thinking I had an actual. Let's see. Uh, he's not on the list of NPCs I've seen, which is strange because I know we've talked to him. Oh well. I had to I had to clear out some space for maps and stuff, so I might have taken him down by accident. But yes, everybody, all of you, with the exception of patience, recognizes the Primus. Except he's way younger looking than he ought to, and it's an older version of his costume. Hmm. Huh. He turns around and he looks at you. Where am I? How did you bring me here? Uh, are you familiar with a guy named Professor Paradox? No. Alright, well, apparently he's the greatest supervillain of the 1970s, and he, tried to <laughs> and he tried to JFK me using a time portal and you. <laughs> By it's, the way, it, uh... It's 1968. Who is okay, JFK? Well, Spoiler alert for a future president, you should probably be in Dallas whenever a guy named JFK, John F. Kennedy, is doing like a, a tour through Dallas. Well, <laughs> oh boy, uh, does it make a mess. Separate boy probably doesn't overhear, overhear his uncle breaking, uh, breaking the, <laughs> the, the rules of time, tra of time travel paradox because he's writing, still writing that pterodactyl. Uh, the Primus kind of, you know, looks around. Are those dinosaurs? 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, he tried to kill us using dinosaurs. I huh. punched a T-Rex. Moderately impressive. How do I get... Wait. Do I get... He turns around and he looks... Uh, and you see that portal he came through is starting to get smaller. Uh, yeah, you should probably go. Uh, and uh, remember... Uh, yes, Dallas, yes, gotcha. Dallas, gotcha. <laughs> Dallas, November 22nd, 1963. I'll write it down when I get home. Uh, <laughs> have you got this handled? And he's kind of looking around. I mean, yeah. Yeah, we got it handled. What's your name? Ah, Frost Giant. Oh, please call me Marnie. Yeah. Well, you know, he gives you kind of a... See, would he give you a wave or a salute? Oh, he gives you a little salute. Anyway, he's like, I'll have to look you up when 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 I get to whenever this is. And he gives you the little salute what and it? zips back through the... What does, uh... What does Patience see of him? The Primus? Yes. He is very bright. Uh, I don't see anything bad or too bad or too dangerous. What would be... What would be the primary emotional state of like a Golden Age Superman in the Golden Age? Or beginning of the Silver Age? Kind of bright, hopeful, uh... Yeah, that's what I'd say. Yeah. You definitely see him as a very, very good person. Okay. You know, lively, full of energy. Uh, when you first meet, like, a new foster family, a lot of times they'd look, maybe not quite this bright, but it'd be the same emotion dominating, you know, that, that, the same, the that same I want to help. Yeah. Turned up to 11. Yeah. That you've kind of come to associate as, oh, they want to help. Well, that won't last. But yes, he tried to shoot you with, you know, not Superman. Uh, Presence, are you watching uh, Dr. Uh, or Professor Paradox? Yeah, I'm, I'm, trying to keep, I'm trying to keep a detection on him. You see him running along in the sewer for a little while. He stops, he turns around. You know, you think maybe he's making sure he wasn't being followed. And then he turns around and starts walking forward slowly, and it's like he it's like his face starts to become flat. And you realize it's kind of the reverse of how you saw the T-Rex step out of a portal. Mm. And then he is gone. <clears throat> now, while all of that was going on, what is Serpent what is Serpent Boy doing on the pterodactyl? Uh, he's going to try to r wrestle the pterodactyl and zoo. Um, now, here's here's a question: Are, are the pterodactyl? Can I tell whether the pterodactyls are actually arming or actually firing the weapons themselves, or is it uh, or are the guns automated? 
they seem to be attached. They work into the flesh of the things. You know, kind of like a cybernetic something. Okay. Well, um, I'm going to try to see if I can rustle the... Uh... The, uh, the pterodactyl into uh, towards the other pterodactyl, and either the weapons will either the, they'll turn the weapons on each other. I don't know, maybe I can get them to collide or something, and then jump out at the last second. Oh, uh, you could try. Sure, it's a very superhero we think to try. Uh, it would be. I'm going to say coordination. Uh, I'm going to give you a minus two as you're having to, you know, struggle to control the thing to some degree. Yeah. So let me let me do that manually then. You know, versus the other pterodactyl coordination. So they definitely brush against each other and kind of bump, but it's not enough to, to actually knock either one of them out of the air. Okay. You do notice that neither one of them fire their guns at the other, though. Gotcha. We'll go ahead and just kind of narrate the end of this. Sure. Just because you've both got those, you know, you've both got shields on you, so they're going to be very unlikely to be able to damage you. You know, with the big boy down, particularly. So, what is your overall tactic for taking out the, the pterodactyl server boy? Um... What I might try to do is, if I could like stretch to kind of like grapple the other one, could I somehow force force them to fly into each other? Basically, basically like it's almost like I'm just basically like smashing them together uh, using my body. That would be the general thing okay. I try to do next. So what I'm seeing is, you're on one of them. The other one kind of flies down close by. You lash out and get it kind of around the neck and shoulders, and it tries to fly off. You kind of rubber band them together. Yeah. And then you stretch over, you know, you basically stretch one leg over to a rooftop and step there as they crash down. Cool. Uh, you had gotten them low enough to the ground that the crash does not kill them. But one of them is That's unconscious good. and the other one is, is sitting there wobbly and stunned enough that, you know, it's no problem for a Frost Giant or somebody to get over to it and secure it. Cool. Uh, let's see. Both raptors or... Oh, that's right. None of... Shucks. None of, none of you ever actually referred to them as raptors where Paradox could hear. Because he was going to go on a rant about what they actually are. Because, you know, the <laughs> raptors in Jurassic Park were actually based off of a different dinosaur. <laughs> they just thought Velociraptor sounded cooler. Deinonychus. Then, uh, I think Deinonychus was the name of the of the one they're actually designed after. Oh, yeah, I've heard, I remember those guys. Yeah, and you know they they 
Dinonychus were basically a type of raptor as far as in the overall family. But, mm-hmm. but you know, they looked neater and were the right size, and but Velociraptor, they thought, had a neater name. And, you know, it was a Jurassic Park. They weren't that worried about accuracy. <laughs> but what I like about it, though, is they address it in the movie. Not being worried about accuracy is part of the storyline. We made them to look like people expect them to look. Because, <laughs> you know, it's a theme park. Anyway. Right. Digressing. All right. So you relatively quickly managed to subdue the rest of the animals. Uh... More police show up. Uh, it turns out there was a police officer in the burning vehicle. Ooh. You hear him calling for help. Well, <laughs> it's just a little engine section that's on fire. You know, there's a little bit of fire Ooh. on the engine section. Basically, he had managed to throw himself into the, uh, you know, crouch down, you know, on the floorboards. Uh, so when the top part got crushed down, he's pinned in there pretty good. But he's just in there calling for help, you know. Frost Giant would have no trouble peeling the top of the car off and getting him out. And, you know, there's cuts and scrapes from the broken glass, you know. He's not uninjured, but... Uh, so police officers and media show up... Uh, Some very bewildered and stressed out looking animal control agents show up. Uh, they bring several vehicles and they can they can get the the uh, uh, Dinonychus. The uh, the two Dinonychus they manage to load up pretty well. Uh, they're basically sitting off for like a flatbed truck or a, or a uh, tow truck or something to load the. Uh, uh, Cephys up on Cephalodons, whatever they're called. The dome-headed ones. And one guy has taken his hat off and is just rubbing his head and, you know, the other guy is gesturing to the cops or gesturing towards the T-Rex and asking the cops, what are we supposed to do with that? I mean, if you want, I can carry it for you, but I don't know where you're going to put them. Uh, and the, the cops start talking in And eventually what they do for a temporary basis is they have you haul the thing out to an abandoned quarry. You know, something that it can't climb out of and with your help they manage to kind of barricade one end so it can't just yeah. walk out. As the government tries to figure out, you know, what we're going to do with the T-Rex. You know, plenty of zoos are like, we'll take it, but we have to have time to build a facility for it. You know, it's... It, it, uh, in the news, the next couple of days, uh, well, first off, uh, you quickly notice all the police just seem to assume that patience is with you. Uh, you know, you've got witnesses of her walking up and like healing the officer you get out of the car... So they just, it's, it's, they don't call you a superhero team or anything. It's just, it's just like they assume you're a family of freaks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a, like a family of superpower people. Oh, okay, yeah, you know. 
Thanks for your help. Uh, and you've known that, you know, this town is has never had a whole lot of super activity, so it's got kind of a laid back. You know, back in the days where every, every city or county government kind of decided itself how to handle it, this, this place kind of had a laid back attitude, you know. Wasn't a lot of rules on the books one way or the other. Uh, if you don't try to avoid them, the press is taking pictures of you and interviewing you. Frost Giant is absolutely doing poses for them. <laughs> Just reveling in the attention. Uh, and they're paying a lot more attention to you. Uh, they talked to Serpent Boy a little bit. But if he's seeing, if he's, if he is, is timid on camera or kind of shy or, which he is, yeah. So you know, I mean, they, they talk to him a little bit, and then they go talk to the guy that's you know got more presence on the camera, just because that'll make better copy, or sure, copy would be I guess in print, but. Uh, and you know, he's a big blue dude. That's not in and of itself scary. Snake eye, you know, the kid with snake eyes is, you know, a little freaky. But, uh, <laughs> so, you know, you ask about who you are, this, that, and the other. Uh, if you've been living in this town for a while, you're a big blue dude, you know, you're, you're kind of known. Uh, so there's lots of rigmarole about the, uh, about the dinosaurs. But before they can really get anything sorted out about the T-Rex, uh, and they have to, they literally bring in the National Guard to guard the quarry because they're having such a hard time keeping people away. You know, nobody's really trying to get into the quarry, but everybody's wanting to get up on the edge and, and, and see in. Because you it's have, a T-Rex you know, and it's awesome. Yes. And you have, you know, animal rights. People want to know how they're planning to feed it and, you know, this, that, and the other. But all that comes to an end a few days later. Uh, it's literally in the middle of the night, the thing is just gone. The T Rex? Yes. But so are the other creatures that were. Uh, the animal control had, you know, caged up. Because, you know, sure enough, uh, for the raptor guys, yeah. A cage that would hold a bear would hold one of them. Uh, the dome-headed things are a little bigger and, and would be harder. But once they wake up, they don't seem to be particularly aggressive anymore. Uh, they do scans on the, on the smaller ones. Uh, and there are essentially... For a computer chip, it's kind of large, but there's something kind of grafted to the base of their skulls. You know, clearly giving the doctor, the professor, some sort of control over them, or that's the theory. Where the the pterodactyls, yeah, they've got gun implants and targeting computer kind of stuff, and you know, they they remove the actual guns themselves without too much issue, but the rest of the implants, they're not even going to try. But like I said. Two days later, in the middle of the night, all those creatures disappear. Mm. Uh, 
you know, the press questions whether or not they, you know, went back to the natural, went back to their own time period in a natural fashion, or if Professor Paradox uh, simply stole them back and, you know, they may come out and be a plague to the city again. In this time, you also see things on the news about Professor Paradox. He was a pretty active villain in the 70s through the mid-80s. Uh, this is not the first time he's used dinosaurs, though earlier in his career he tended to use mammoths and saber-toothed cats, and he'd have cavemen or uh, Neanderthal flunkies. <laughs> uh, the longer he's been a villain, it's like the further back he goes to get stuff. They have no idea why he was ranting about flying cars and jetpacks. Apparently he was always a ranter and a rambler. Uh, especially given the fact that the cybernetics he's using were... You know, they're as advanced as anything, you know, uh, still applied technologies or any of the other super tech companies can put out modern day you know, how did he not already know we didn't have flying cars? And, you know, you've got psychiatrists trying to, you know, analyze him, you know, on talk shows and stuff. So, uh, after a week or so, the, uh, the, the buzz dies down to some degree. Patience, do you go home with, or, or really, I guess I can address this to all y'all. Uh, do the two of you take Patience home with you? Well, seeing as how Marnude's the one who pays rent, he's more than will, more than happy to have her, have her stick around as long as she's comfortable. Okay. Then you have found a new meal ticket. <laughs> if you get uh, shot or need help, I'm here. And for that couple of weeks, you don't notice their colors changing. Uh, you know, they they seem to be pretty chill about you. They you know they don't seem to get weirded out. Of course, it's only been a couple of weeks. You you've managed you've made a, a week or two before. So uh, it's a little after four, even though we got a late start. So we will go ahead and wrap here. Uh, so you know, the next time we come to come to these characters, uh, story-wise, it probably makes sense for the for not not for them to be a team per se. But the next time we do something with these characters, it'll probably be most of them together. Uh, though to be fair, I guess they could just be something could happen and just a random one of them in this city show up anyway. Yeah. So anyway, this was just a little one-off. You know, we were a man short, so we weren't going to go with one of the established teams. Uh, and this was a way for us to introduce a few more of the characters that we had that had not gotten any screen time yet. Uh, so anybody watching at home later, you know, hope you enjoyed it. I certainly enjoyed running it. Uh, I hope my players had fun. <laughs> Abusing poor extinct animals. <laughs> what the dinosaur do you? But, uh, 
So again, I you know I was the GM for the day, Jason. And I had we had Mike playing uh, Servant Boy, Servant Zach, Boy, Zach playing Frost Giant, and Taylor playing Patience. And we will see y'all two weeks from now when I have no idea which heroes will be using at that time. That'll, that'll be a discussion for the for the intern in term. So, hope you had fun. I'll see y'all next time. Y'all take care.